Welcome to the Provost Perspective. My name is Patrick. This podcast is dedicated to the opinions, thoughts, and experiences of my wife, Carolyn, and I's journey through marriage, children, and life as a whole. While the topics we discuss may be varied, we will do our best to orbit around marriage, relationships, love, and family. Welcome again, and we hope you enjoy. Alrighty, so this week I think we're going to talk about, um, well, the question you posed was, does love life come before career, or should you sacrifice your love life for your career? Yes. Was that an answer to the question? No. Because no, those are two a, very you different things. You posed a question, and I said yes, that was the question. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, so um, I've been You're forced the the career, to so. start off the last couple, so this Ugh. is your turn to start, because I've posted it to you twice now, and you keep avoiding it, so which one is it? <sighs> career or love life? I'm so different uh, than most people in this regard, but um, I will try to be a little less biased and say that I think this one could end up age-dependent. Does that make sense? So, I mean, you're trying to even get through college or a tech school or you just got out, you're, you're 19, you're 20, graduated high school, you're trying to figure out what you want to do with your life. I'm not of the sound mind that thinks that you should be getting married right then either. So for me, it's more of a, that's probably a good time to focus on your career and where you're going rather than say your love life. Um, that being said, I am someone that would definitely be willing to sacrifice any career if it meant being with the person that I felt was going to go long-term for me. Like for you, I sacrificed my career in lieu of our relationship. Yeah. And I did it very willingly. No, it wasn't willingly. Um, we you, There was probably a six to nine month time frame where we were we talked about and went one way, then the other way, then flip flopped, and then went back and forth, and then you oh, finally like, felt guilty. and then finally you were just mm-hmm. like, nope, nope, this is where I need to be. Um, mm-hmm. But there was an identity crisis kind of tied up in the career decision at that point um, for yeah. you. Well, it it was more of a, um, I wanted to make sure that our relationship was strong and do what was best for us, and that was me coming home. Mm-hmm. But that being said. Um, it wasn't so much that I was trying to decide whether or not my career was more important because it definitely wasn't. It was more of a, I harbored a lot of guilt with not helping out. So for me, it felt like I wasn't contributing by being at home and not bringing any money in. So that was my big conundrum. Yeah. I harbored a lot of guilt over that for a while. I don't know. This one's hard. I don't think there really is a final answer to any of this, right? Because, I mean, and this is the way with everything that we talk about, mm-hmm. but it's super situationally dependent. Yeah. Right? Because, I mean, it seems like that's the answer we give for all of the for questions everything. that we come up with. But, <laughs> but it, that's the case for Very most much things. true, because you're dealing with yeah. individuals and life decisions mm-hmm. and things. But I think that there are some right trains of thought mm-hmm. um, and some wrong chain, trains of thought, right? Um, stage for me matters in this one. If you're, like you said, 18, 19, you're still trying to get your feet underneath you and figure out what life's all about and what you want to be when you grow up, that's probably not the time to sacrifice the career for the relationship. Exactly. Especially looking at the chances that that relationship probably isn't going to last long, right? Yeah. 
Now, there's exceptions to the rule. Absolutely. But <clears throat> typically, but that's why it's situational. <laughs> typically, most young relationships don't work out that way, you right. know. Um, and I definitely wouldn't sacrifice the career for the love life if the love life is relatively new. New. Mm-hmm. Now you've been in a relationship for two, three, four, five, ten, fifteen years. <clears throat> Maybe it's time to make that decision then, right? And be like, you know what? We've developed. I'm ready to let this go. I mean, probably if you're at fifteen years of a relationship, you've probably already settled into the norm, right? But you know what I mean, like. Once the relationship has been settled and you kind of know that this is going to be the thing for the long haul, maybe make that call. Um, but also, there's times in our relationship where the relationship came first instead of my career because that's what needed my attention and my efforts and my, you know, my focus right then and there. And then there's other times where my relationship has taken kind of a, a little bit of a backseat so that I could focus on what's going on in the career and make sure that that's moving forward, you know? See, and our situation's different in that regard, too, because you have a job that kind of requires you to put it first. Yeah. But we knew that going in, and I was accepting of that, so... But it wasn't like that at the beginning of our no. relationship, right? That's no. something that's evolved over time. Mm-hmm. But I do try my best to maintain the balance, right? So I'm never all career all the time because I know eventually that career is going to end and I'm still going to need to have my family. Yes. But I also know that I can't be all family all the time because then my career is going to suffer and we're not going to be able to put bread on the table, right? So you do have to find that balance and there's an ebb and a flow to it. Generally, um, I would say that your career... Whatever is going to pay your bills, keep a roof over your head, and close on your back should be a bit more important than what your feelings are saying right now, right? Especially if you're early on in a relationship. But you do have to take the time, the effort, and the energy to be able to maintain that relationship in order for it to go the long haul, right? And I think that there's a lot of times where you and I get caught up, so caught up in our day-to-day stuff that we forget to take time for ourselves, right? And that's kind of one of the reasons why we decided to do this podcast. It's kind of the reason why we decided to to do some of the things that we do in and around the house is because we realized that the relationship was taking a little bit of a back seat sometimes. This forces us to put each other first. And this podcast is a tool to do that. And if somebody else can get value out of these conversations, then hey, all the barrier, right? Um, So yeah, that's my thought. I think... I think it, it depends, I guess, is the, the overall answer. Yeah. No, absolutely. Like, um, I think the first thing, that situation that comes to my mind is your dad. Yeah. Because he spent the majority of his 20s and 30s putting his career first, and that was very reflective in his relationships. Um, but that being said, finding the right one made it easier for him to put that love life first. So I think yeah. that can have an effect on it as well. Well, and I think that he's, I mean, I don't want to get too far into my dad's business, but mm-hmm. I, I think when somebody is comfortable with where their career is and their lifestyle is being sustained adequately, right? it's easier to invest the time and energy into, you know, and definitely for a male mindset, I think, they're so driven. 
being able to provide a lifestyle and sustain your lifestyle mm-hmm. um, frees you up to do other things. When you feel comfortable with the amount of resources coming into your house to sustain you and the people you love, everything else, it, it requires a little bit less of your energy, right? If you're in a place, that's what I think like a lot of people who are in sales are typically just fucking miserable. <laughs> right. <laughs> because they never know whether no. or not their paycheck's coming in. They no. don't really have any security. They have to be always selling in order to put food on the table. And that's why, yeah. though I was good at it, I fucking hated sales. It was a stressful environment like because I was doing the um, administrative work on a sales floor for a long time. Yeah. And those guys just... They were stressed. They were there before I got in. They were there when I left for the day. They were all work, all yeah. business, all the time. I, I and don't a know. lot of their relationships suffered. Most of them ended up divorced before I left that, that job. Well, yeah, because they spend so much time and energy trying to, put, trying to get work, trying to make money yep. that they don't have anything left in the tank you when they go back home. You got to wonder if that's worth it, though. No, and I I think for for some people, they can manage it, and they can manage it well, but others, they're just, they're not. Um, They just can't do it, and so they focus instead on other things, right? Like, um, you know, trying to find their escapes, right? A lot of dudes who are highly stressed go for their escape. Um, For some people, it's video games. Other people, it's alcohol and drugs. Um, for some people, it's sports, you know, and, and the more, the healthier that escape is, the probably better mm-hmm. off it's going to be for you. Um, Definitely fitness for me. Right. <laughs> but I think that, and this is something I think we do really well at. Um, no, we're not perfect, but I think we do really well at is relationship management, right? You can tell when I come home and I'm stressed out or I've had a long day or I'm just fucking spent and you're like, nope, it's time to. Yep. Give him his space and let him be fine with it. And I keep the kids away from you. But there's an understanding yeah. that that is reciprocal and will be turned in kind at some point. Um, and then there's other times when you're not, like where you're stressed to shit. And I'm like, you know what? I got to put this stuff on the shelf and take care of it, right? But that's relationship management aside from the career. And I oh. think that you could manage both. Um and you should be able to manage both. As a man, you should be able to manage both. You should be able to manage your relationship and manage your work. If you can't, you've either, one, bitten off more than you're capable of chewing, yes. or two, you haven't learned the requisite skills to be able to manage the world that you're in right now. Um, so you either learn the skills or you pare it down, right? Yep. Maybe you shouldn't be the manager because you can't handle that responsibility. Um or maybe you don't have the right people around you to be able to get you to, you know, um, how do I put this? Who can assist you in duties, right? Oftentimes, I've seen people who they become overwhelmed because they don't know how to delegate authority for certain things. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's the other half of the coin, though, too, is there are women out there um, who want to be the center of their of their man's world and attention um and get very upset when they're not yeah um but i mean the other half of the coin and this is something you suffer from is you definitely don't want to be that person you don't want to be that person who feels like they're a nag or a burden or you know what i mean yeah 
So you almost take too much on um, and refuse to ask for help, to ask for help yeah. even if you need it. Um, but honestly, I'd rather have that problem <laughs> than the other problem. You right. know, I'd rather the person who apologizes for finally calling you while you're at work instead of uh... if I had to come home every day to a nagging wife who was like, oh, why haven't you done this? Why haven't you done that? Why haven't you been this? You should be doing this. You should be doing that. Blah, 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 blah. I would be like, I'm going to drown you <laughs> in the shower. And I know it's going to be hard. But I'm gonna enjoy gonna it. Right. Um, I, I just I couldn't deal with it. I don't know how there are guys out there who deal with that Me on either. a consistent basis. Um, but then women wonder why their men are miserable, right? Oh yeah. So why don't you ever do anything for me? Why don't you take me out? Why don't you? I'm no, sick and, of you. <laughs> but uh, on that point, like I know there's things I can do better. Like I could be better at you know managing date nights and managing retreats and buying you shiny things and you know what i mean like i don't care about the shiny things bring me m&ms yeah <laughs> your version of shiny things right um yeah. <laughs> just on the way home pick up a snack like it doesn't matter it's just a, like doesn't matter what kind of snack it is just, right if you go somewhere and they have snacks and you don't grab me snacks i'm it, that's hurtful right. it's just snacks yeah just grab a snack just snacks <laughs> <laughs> i like food <laughs> and i think that's the the point right like you should be able to manage both you shouldn't yeah. you shouldn't hyper-focus on one over the other. Um, now, there are times when you have to, and I think we talked about, alluded to that a little bit earlier, where sometimes one's going to take more of your focus than the other. Um, like, for heaven forbid, you ever have, um, you know, a sick child or something. Oh, yeah. Um, that, that's going to require far more of your focus. Um, and hopefully you've got a good enough employer who understands that and is willing to work with you and support you. But... You know. So what about in the instance like um say you've got a guy, uh, either like your dad or like my dad, who just delves so far into work that mm-hmm. their wife at home was feeling and this can go the other way, but was feeling left alone and mm-hmm. left out and untaken care of and unsupported and blah blah blah. Yeah. Um, because they're so work focused that family and relationship are on the back end and she poses the ultimatum, I don't want to be second place to your job anymore. And now we pose that question again, do you pick your love life over your career or vice versa if they give you that ultimatum? Like, I can't deal with this anymore. You need to pick, it's either this job or it's me because I feel very unloved. So then what? So I, which do you think at that point would be? So from that point, it needs to be a, uh, there needs to be a conversation about motivation, right? Mm-hmm. My dad and I just I've picking this I've picked this up after watching him for years and years and years is that is his show of love, right? Um, his show of love is being able to provide you things, is yeah. to be able to give you things, and so he works hard and he works hard to want to be able to give you a house and give you a life and give you right. Um, what sometimes that he struggles with, and he's not the only one. I mean, your dad does the same thing. Absolutely. Where he struggles with is that's not the person who he's with. That's not how they feel appreciated, right? They feel appreciated right. with time and not the stuff, right? Yeah. Um, Knowing love language is, is important. But feeling pressured to want to be able to, and that's honestly, that whole fight could have been avoided with just, some communication, yes. right, is 
you know, I want to, can, I'd like to have date nights. And I, though I, he wants to, somebody like my, your, our fathers would want you to say things like, I really appreciate how hard you work to provide for this family and, and really take care of us. Um, do you think we could take a weekend? Do you think we could go do this? Do you think we could go do that? Right. But it has to be talked about in a way that makes reciprocal sense and not just the, I'm doing things because you want me to. Um, but you know, there needs to be a sense of appreciation and open communication there along the way. And when people refuse to talk about stuff and just let it sit in deep and just uh, fester and just eventually it becomes a necrotic wound that you have to cut out or, you know, sacrifice a limb. Um, it's just not, I can't, it keeps coming back to it. Every single episode, almost all relationship problems that you could bring up communication can be solved with open and honest communication y'all are gonna get sick of hearing it that's our new tagline communication get talk it's it's not just talking though it's (laughs) it's being honest Honest. and and being vulnerable enough to say i'm not comfortable with this and i am comfortable with that and i need this and i need that um and coming to some kind of middle ground and finding a way to make it functional and loving and thriving of a relationship and your career should be part of that right but i think that i mean this is kind of getting off topic but when you get into relationships (laughs) where you don't agree with what i do for work Mm -hmm. um that's a whole nother bundle of issues but well yeah i think for in the in the concept of relationship versus career i don't think you should choose and i don't think you should have to choose I think it's the the art of finding the balance between the two, right? Um, Me, personally, I don't like being an employee. Uh, I like being in charge, and I like owning, controlling, and, you know, know, managing my space. It's the reason, probably the number one reason why when I go places, I work diligently to be able to get to a position where I can start making decisions because I don't like being, I don't like other people being in charge of me. Yeah. Which seems weird for a military person to say, but it's legitimately true. Which is why I have a very strong, a very strong feeling that once I get out of the army, um, I'm probably either going to start my own business <laughs> or find a job where I don't need a boss. All right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, just because I, I like being my own person, I like making my own decisions um, and not having to answer to somebody else. That's, you know, I'm not saying I like to work by myself because I don't. I like working around other people, but I don't like being subservient. I'd say that that's everybody's dream because a lot of people say that, but uh, I don't enjoy the idea of being my own boss. Yeah, most people actually, it's funny that most people will say that they don't want to work for somebody else, but then don't know how to work for themselves. Exactly. So, whereas I very much know that's my problem. I'm very open about the fact that I am not a leader. I I don't have that type of personality. I'm not that person. I'm very much support Mm -hmm. and I am very comfortable in my support role Mm -hmm. and I'm very good in my support role. Don't ask me to make decisions. I'm not good at that. (laughs) No, I know. (laughs) That's why I make you do it. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Um, Yeah, so I think that I don't think you should have to choose one or the other. You should be able to balance it. Um, And if you're having to make the decision... Uh, something's wrong something's on wrong. either side. Yep. That's my argument. Absolutely. So, anything to add? Nope. Okay. All right. 
thanks for joining us this week and uh we'll see you next week bye thanks for listening we hope you enjoyed this episode if you did please reach out on instagram and facebook we would love to hear your feedback or suggestions on our next topic see you next week